Hello everyone, I hope that you're having a great day, but if not, you're about to. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. If you've ever wondered what it was like to work on a cruise ship, well, this is what we're about. Old and new crew members telling their stories in their own words of what it was like to work on a cruise ship. So come on over to the pool bar, order up a hurricane or a rum punch, sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Story. Working backstage, also uh, being the only gay one, uh, once I finally came out and been comfortable with myself backstage, we had, I, I was the personal dresser for uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Gustafson. Oh, yeah. She was one of the cast members, right? She, Jennifer she Bender. Had a, it's Jennifer Bender now, right? But it was Gustafson No, it was then. Jennifer or, Bender. Oh, it was Bender yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Jennifer, screw up that. Anyway, so she would come back and she'd have like two seconds to get out of one costume and in the other. So I'd always have her... Cost my nephews thought the world like I had the best job in the world just to be able to help <laughs> women strip out of their one costume and into the other with titties flapping in the wind. So she'd come back and in and all that kind of stuff. But do you remember that they had that Imaginique show? Was it Imaginique? The yeah. really spacey one. Yeah. And yeah. I can't I can't remember this entertainer's name. She was a singer. But they had those, they had to do rollerblades. Remember the rollerblades? Yeah. And then they had those Wild curly cute. women do. That's it. That's it, yes. Yeah. And they had those curly cue things around their boobs and their nipple and part of their yeah. costume. I'll never forget. I think you or Christian was were working on the one side of the stage and I was on the other. I hear this, Todd! <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. So he comes running over while one of the other boys were right there next to her. She's like, fix my tits! Fix my tits! Because they were like <laughs> that little that little squiggly thing was like over here off to the side and it was supposed to be out front. I'm like, they're here. Why can't they? We know you wouldn't enjoy it. Okay, great. Thanks. So then I'm, I'm there playing around with good times from working backstage. Do you ever have to drag anybody off stage? No, no. I, um, I just checked. It It seems to happen. So, Oh really? Gosh, I miss those days. I did re I did play a robot one time. Uh, we were talking about this earlier today. The what was his name? Mark O'Brien uh-huh. had a, he was a magician in the middle of Imaginique or middle of one of those shows, right. and he had he had platform shoes like this high that I had to step onto. So I'm already six four, and you add like what another five inches. I, I was huge, and I, then I'd stand behind. I couldn't see shit, couldn't breathe, <laughs> couldn't see shit. I mean, you're just like, and I was like walk because I, I was appeared. He made me appear. I remember the curtain dropped, and I. <laughs> I, I hear this kid in the front, mommy, is that the Terminator? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like cracking up inside. <laughs> Meanwhile, I couldn't, I mean, they weren't heavy. They were like um, styrofoam or whatever. The shoes were just that platform. They weren't heavy. But I had to step over this curtain and I didn't step over the curtain. And I go, face <laughs> plan. And I'm like, uh-oh. Like, how am I getting up? I forgot even how I got up because it all happened so fast and the spotlight was on. We oh, want okay. to hear about Toddles Talk. Toddles Talk, when I became Shore Excursion Manager, it was when we had the tickets. It was before they had the Boca r- machines come on. We had to stand there and t- rip off all these tickets and we had to convey, um, we had the cast always help us out and we would just stand around talking and because my nickname was Toddles, I mean, just talk about any subject. It was like the Oprah of the ship, right? We just... <laughs> No holds bar. We talked about <laughs> sexual stuff, positions. We talked about racial stuff. We talked about, there was nothing holding us back. And it was all mature conversation. It was just to entertain us as we work. So we just called it Toddles Talk. And then one night it was Eric. Weren't you part of that too? Because we were playing Scrabble. We used to be a bunch of us play Scrabble. Well, it was we were Karen, playing Scrabble, I was there. Then. And we were, we were <laughs> drinking, of course, over a couple of bottles of wine. There's actually a video VHS out there of Toddles Talk. Jan, Jan mentioned Jan it. Jan Melser, you need to send that to me, Jan. I found it while I was packing up, moving from Seattle here to the East Coast. I went to the library and, and burned it onto C- CDs. So I now have a couple of copies of CDs. 
that was before we came on the cruise where I saw you all last time. I gave a copy to Eric and copy to Karen, Karen O'Sullivan of, from Ireland. We were we con- um, conceived the program. We r- basically wrote it, got the team together. And I said, if I'm going to do this in drag, because I did it in drag, by the way, not a very pretty drag, just saying. Um, <laughs> but I was going to do it right. The makeup was going to have to be done correctly. And obviously, I was a big boy, so there weren't very many dresses and there were no heels. Again, this all happened within a week. We got Scott Rushton to do some sound for us. We got Debbie Holmes to be part of it. And um, a bunch of other people, crew mem- cast members were involved. We got it. And the premise of this show was that we were going live on the Sovereign of the Seas to do this, this show. And then we were interviewing different people around the ship. And so we had... Um, the Scottish Scottish flamer dude, I can't remember his name from the from the shops. Who he wanted to have a role in it, and so we put him in it. We there was a part where we went to the gym where I was like taking it, like I was struggling. I'm, I'm struggling to lift a barbell, and it comes up and it's this, this Q-tip, <laughs> you know, like that kind of really s- stupid humor. And we weren't even drinking during taping. <laughs> That's the sad part of it. But I had uh, the guy from Sands Hotel in San Juan was the drag impersonator, Randy. I can't think of Randy's last name. Sorry, buddy. Um, but anyway, he came on. We got him a visitor pass come on the ship and he did my makeup for me because I was going to do it. I'm going to do it right. I didn't want to look some cheap, cheap floozy, right? So I went to look. So instead... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the support. Um, so then there was uh, one of the cat that we used the wig. It was one of those short black crop wig, and it just made made Bob's. Yeah, it just made me look extremely Asian because it was like a little Asian. Was that the wig from like uh, Miss Saigon? It might have been. It really might have been. Yeah, it was. It was that. It was that kind of. It's funny now going back to it and watching it, just going, "Oh my God, what were you thinking?" But when you think about. It was, it's only like 20 minutes long or something, maybe 30. But yeah, so Toddles Talk was then formed from that. Maybe what I'll do is try and find it and, and send you guys a copy or something. Eric, do, I don't know if you still have the copy I gave you. Uh, <laughs> you, move, you moved since then too. Yeah, yeah no, I've been several times. But no, I probably have it uh, somewhere. But I thought that video you gave us was about our trip in St. Thomas. Oh, uh, the Naughty Nymph. Naughty Nymph, right. Naughty Nymph 2. That was our boat for the day. You're right. That is the one I gave you. Shit. I yeah. got confused. Yes. See, F-O-G, whatever you called me. Um, <laughs> You're getting the hang um, of this, man. <laughs> it's just all these stories are blending together because then I have another four years on Cunard that I'm completely, you know, not even going to because I, I don't, there's so many great stories there. But um, I remember working with um, Greg, Greg, what's the cruise director, Greg, Greg, Maxwell. Gregory Maxwell. Tomorrow. Yeah, um, and he he was beneath working on uh, doing the the ballerina as part of the If I Were Not Upon the Sea. Yeah, so every time I that. I oh, yeah, got to right. do it, and I was so <laughs> excited about it. I did that one. I did that one justice, and I I, I did the Village People Macho Man. Uh, I, I did that. We need to find the video. These videos. I think I did the yeah. Undertaker yeah. once. Oh God! Remember? Oh my God! The first time I ever they asked me to do it. Come on, Julie. Um, Luxton. Julie Luxton. Jaeger. Jaeger. Yeah, that's it. She was the, um, I was the undertaker and she was the lighthouse keeper. Lighthouse keeper. And I'm like, we're doing rehearsals and you had to grab. And I'm like, oh, you're such a classy girl. I can't do that. And so I had to just, 
Anyway, it sounds I'm, like you got a lot of action with women while you're on board. You grabbed a lot of boobs while working on board. It's, it's <laughs> like a jillion more boobs than I ever touched on ships. It well, makes me crazy. Well, then there's, well, since we're talking boobs, we might as well go into this story. Do you remember the hostess, Kathy? I can't remember Kathy's last name. Um, she was blonde. Um, she paid for her, um, her boobage. Um, and she was very forthcoming with it. So it's not like I'm, I'm sharing anything that's not that's surprising. But she came up, she would come up behind me a couple of times and just grab mine because I, unfortunately, I have some. And then I turned around and I go, bam, and this is the exact size of them right there. That's because whatever her doctor did, that must have been how he measured them just like that. <laughs> hand um, size. Yeah, full <laughs> hand size. And, I'm, and they were solid. I'm like, you know what? Turn around is fair play. You're going to grab mine. I'm grabbing yours. And so, yeah, I guess I did get a lot of boob action while I was there. Who would have thought? Todd, so Todd was part of our Scrabble crew on the, mm-hmm. on the uh, Sovereign, which I was I, the dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Patty Beal, Todd, Karen O'Sullivan, myself, and Scott Calgano was a dancer. Oh, right. Yes. And so we all would, would play Scrabble. And it was usually Scott and I would, would really be competitive against one another. And it was usually it's like super close between us. But it was all a lot of fun. We just drank a lot, made sandwiches, and it was every Tuesday night, I think, or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, it was one. Of, yeah, it was one of the nights that Karen didn't have to work too late because she she was in charge of the bell station, oh, yeah. right? The the room de- room service, and so she'd like, "Hey, boys, bring down blah 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 blah." And so, but it would get heated between you guys. And I'm I'm the <laughs> the, the silly American. I'd go, "Oh, look, the yes, <laughs> two points." <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd be arguing because Karen would have the British dictionary there or the Queen's dictionary, Irish. whatever it was called. Uh, yeah. And she, so she'd be like, this is a word. Look. And then the, then the boys would bring out the Webster. No, it's not. And I'm like, oh, just <laughs> let me drink. Let me just drink. But we had some good times there. Oh, I love That's one of the most memorable things that uh, about the Sovereign is those get-togethers. It was every week. And it was just so much fun. When Patty Beal left, Vicky Newton came on and then she took over yeah. that spot and she would play with us too. And it yeah. was just a lot, a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. I was on the Sovereign for two years, uh, two solid years, different contracts, obviously not straight mm-hmm. up. But um, so I just dubbed myself the godmother <laughs> of the <laughs> Sovereign because people would come and go and come and go. And I'm still here. But I had, I really did have some of the best times on the Sovereign. I guess part of that also was because I was short excursion manager. Once I got into the management kind of team and had my own cabin. Speaking of cabins, let's talk about cabin mates. When you had a roommate, I won't name names in this because I had two, I had a, a bunch of different uh, great roommates like that. Johnny was amazing. Uh, Gavin Moore, which I'd like to know where Gavin Moore is these days. He's a British dude. He was a crew staff guy. You know how tiny the cabins were and you had bunks and I... Obviously, nobody would want this size sleeping on top of them. So I would always have the bottom bunk, thank God. But I, I'd be sitting there watching TV and the little TV when we have a little time. And my roommate would come out of the shower. And instead of standing, um, if the bed is here and over here's the shower and you have this section over here for like a dressing area, he would come out of the shower right here between me and the TV and just drop his towel. I'm like, really? Come on. Was well, there something you, know, you wanted to see? No. It was like, <laughs> Not again. You know what I mean? I, I got I got to ask this. Did um, your first roommate ever bring a passenger down or crew? Oh, or... there's a good story. Yes. Um, he did. A, he tried to a couple times, but I put the kibosh to that because <laughs> I, I remember yelling at, yelling at him one night saying, you know what? 
you would not like me bringing who I, you would not like waking up and having who I would bring down to the room. So I don't want to hear this. I don't want to see this. I don't want, you know, whatever that first roommate in question, which I'm not going to mention names every morning would get off the top bunk with his morning wood. Morning wood be sticking straight out through his boxes. And I'm like, what's up with this boys? You know, I haven't come out yet. <laughs> I don't think you needed to. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice though. But besides that, um, but no, he tried a couple times and I was just like, you know, I will call security. I'm not beneath calling security because I don't want that. I don't want juices flowing down. Come no. on. Oh, man. I never, one, I never had a roommate like drop his towel in front of me. Never. Mm. And two, I don't remember ever having a roommate bring somebody into the cabin. Um, I did have one roommate, but I knew the girlfriend. I was friends with both of them and she would Mm -hmm. sleep over. So it was like the three of us in there. I mean, they were both friends of mine and I didn't really care as long as it wasn't like activity going on while I was in there. Thruple before Thruple was cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I got a question for all three of you. I know I did, but I'm just going to ask this question. Did you guys ever do the toilet paper around the cabin into the toilet trick? No. No, but I was part. I was watching when you guys did. I would come over to your room to watch That it. was the funniest thing about the toilet, you know, sucking and stuff. And we, Greg and I put toilet paper all over our cabin and we pulled a plant. We, then we took a big, you know, wad of it and we pulled it and it, I mean, it would go all over the cabin and we just thought that was the funniest thing sorry i just pulled up this this picture oh my god look at that i used to think i used to think that that was toilet paper there but it's actually the step to the uh the the bunk but bunk yeah yeah, that all right so who's in that picture just so people who can't see it oh greg heard there the tamboy on the floor then jennifer bender in the middle and Mm -hmm. scott laying down that was on ground ground zero that was our cabin down on zero deck i remember i think the first time i saw you todd i don't know why you were i think we were going to boat drill i don't know what was going on but i passed through that hallway where you were standing outside and then you smiled and i you know smiled and i kept walking and i got to the end of the hallway and i turned around and you were still looking and smiling and i was like okay i know know there's family there yes we had a little I was like, uh, I know there's family there. It was years later, though, before you became confident in coming out. Ew, I remember that. Yeah, we I didn't bingo. come out for. I didn't come out right. for a long, long time. You were the purser at bingo that day. We were doing bingo, and that's when I, I was. We were talking, and you, you finally admitted, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> When was that? Because it took a while. And it was little by little. Like the yeah. first contract. I mean, okay, so uh, the first time I ever messed around with a guy was when on song of my first contract on song of america but i was kind of going back and forth between guys and girls i kind of was like a transition period and even on majesty that was the last time i ever had sex with the woman was on majesty that night the night no it was a crew member it was a one of do you remember that we had american bar waitresses like for a very short time there was four of them and they lasted like a month and (laughs) And this was the night before when the when the uh, the executive served us in the dining room. It was the night before we got into Miami, and oh. it was like we could play in the casino. We actually, you know, you could. They, they had us like, you know, we could gamble. There was like a tournament in the casino, like a, you know. Anyway, and we could all go in there and stuff like that. And it was a lot of fun. And I got pretty drunk and. You know, hey, she just appeared. <laughs> yeah, and she just seemed to be very friendly and wanted to. And I was like, okay. It was kind of just happened. So I was like, okay, well, 
but that was the last time. I got okay. one more celebrity. Let me go back to, do you remember Phyllis Diller picking her up yeah. in, oh. in the green Cayman? When we, when we, you know, she's she, at, at this time, she was already a thousand years old, but when yeah. we picked her up in green Cayman, you know, she didn't have her big wig. She was a, an oh, old lady yeah, yeah. and, and we, we, uh, we didn't know who she was. She had to come up and, <laughs> and tell us who she was. And we, I didn't, I didn't really get it until she came for rehearsal with her, you know, box of wigs and stuff on. She had, um, I, I think she called him her little cutie, but her husband or something, you know, that, that they were on there together. And she would warm up on us backstage telling us the most raunchy, <laughs> crazy, dirty uh, jokes. Um, the celebrities would put on great shows. And then after the show was done, they were like a whole different person. She was yeah. exactly opposite of that. She was a frail old lady that really talked skinny. and she was skinny and she was frail. And I think she was probably 80 in her eighties or something at this time. Well, when she would walk up, Jan would have to walk her up the stairs and put her in the wings and get ready for her announcement and we were like, oh my God, Jan, we're moving. Like, is she's going to fall over? And she's like, no, no, she's good. She's got it. She, You'll see. And we're like, we didn't even get it. And then she would go to the wing and the second they were like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Ladies and gentlemen, Phyllis Diller. And the spot would hit the curtain and she would go and go out and do, <laughs> and do a whole show of one-liners I don't think people could do that nowadays because she touched on every subject and we we're like, Oh my God, we're going to, she's going to be in the comic cards. That's going to be a bad thing. But no, every single loved her. was laughing. So I got to meet a lot of them because I was working the front desk as an assistant purser and they would come on board and we had to check them in. So I remember Grand Cayman days, if we were on the afternoon, we would, we would get all the guests, the star guests coming on. Yeah. And we would check them in. So that's how I got to meet a, a lot of those ones that you're talking about. Uh, do you remember Shirley Jones? No, no, I'm sorry. Yes. Lane Shirley Jones brought, yeah. she brought she, Sean Cassidy. Sean Cassidy, there's a yeah. story there. We won't talk about that. Maybe maybe we will. Maybe, maybe we'll, have have to to get that, that, we'll have to talk back. No, you have to get that person who, uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> 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 All right. Lainey Kazan. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I never met her. No. She she came, yeah, on. She came on. Whoever was after Greg. It might have Greg and I or... or uh, well, GE uh, came in there, too. Yeah. Was he after Greg? Yeah. I, can't, I, I can't remember. It was one of us and I that we got a final warning because when after we got done schlepping their luggage and stuff like that, she tipped us like three bucks. Here you go. We're like, there's four of us. <laughs> and uh, so I had uh, taken it. I'm like, no, that's okay. And I gave it back to her and just kind of turned around and walked off. Didn't even think anything about it, you know, uh, but I get called up to the hotel managers and he was like, did you just refuse gratuity from Lainey Kazan and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, it was $4 between the four of us. I just, you know, it wasn't because we were kind of pissed off. And he's like, don't ever <laughs> do that again and sign here. <laughs> but yeah, we got, uh, you got written up a couple of times. Is that what I'm hearing? Three, four, five, six times. I, I, got was written up a, oh, I got written up at least, at least two times that I can remember. I got written up. One Bobby. of them as a first person, Sue Richardson wrote me up as a first person on, uh, on the majesty brad you were there yeah i was pretty pissed off but i look back at it and i would you know i wasn't a saint so i you know <laughs> i probably deserved it yeah, can you imagine a... being on, on ships nowadays though look at the rule how the rules have changed with all these mega million mega ships and all that kind of stuff you're like oh my god you know i i had one some of the best times of my life in my yeah. 20s on ships but today and i would i wouldn't discourage anybody from going out there and getting a job on a ship god there's just so many rules right now that 
I couldn't imagine dealing with 6,000 people. And you know, the people who do it now are probably, they don't know any better. So they're probably fine with it. But until we get on a reunion cruise and talk to these people and we're like, oh, we did this and this and this and this and this. And they're like, how about cruise shows? Come on. Cruise shows are some pretty amazing cruise shows, right? I was flipping through my pictures here and there were some pictures of the photog photogs would always do that little balloon act in their underwear. Do you, did you ever remember, see those where they would, mm -hmm. yeah, the whole photo team would be up there, more, uh, the boys mostly, and they'd have their thongs on or whatever, and then they have balloons in front of them. Oh, just some good times. <laughs> The worst part of the cruise, though, if I had to, if I had to go back to ships again, was always boat drill. But like Coast Guard drills were the worst. Like I understand they have to happen. I get all that, but yeah, because we on, had to do was... it twice a week. We had to do the well, passenger I, one and the. Cruise. I used to, you know, we used to get out of the passenger one because it was on turnaround day, and we were in the, you know, the pressers were way too busy. So I, we always got out of that one. But the crew drills always seemed to be standing in the sun, like when you're majorly hungover, and it was always just horrible. Oh, speaking of hungover, so I, I have to tell you this quick story as well. So I, my first couple contracts, I didn't really drink. And not that I was a goody two-shoes or whatever, but I didn't really drink alcohol. I was more of a Coca-Cola kid. And I, I, that's all I drank was Coca-Cola. I remember towards the end of my contracts with Royal, Jeff Arpin was the cruise director. It was a Christmas sailing. I didn't do very many Christmas sailings because I just always liked to be home because the holiday sailings were kind of rough. I was asked to play Santa this particular for the kids group kids program the christmas eve night they did all the caroling in the in the you know, centrum and all that kind of stuff they did uh, and karen and i were just out drinking we were just ah, you know whatever first time i think i was really 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 pissed drunk so we're, we're doing good and i had to play santa the next morning i had to report to jeff arpin's cabin i think at like 6 30 in the morning or something stupid like that and i think we got to bed at 4 4 30 uh, this didn't happen very often for me, just saying, I know you all have better stories than I do about that. And I, I was just still hung over and I get to Jeff Arpin's room, getting my Santa suit and whatnot. And they're like, okay, Jeff gave me this, not verbatim, but he was like, here you go. You need to keep up with it. Because I think it was Chip Collins, may he also rest in peace, who used to play the Santa before. And Chip used to like his, his adult beverages a little bit more than I did. He, Jeff Arpin came in with Bloody Marys. And I'm like, okay. And I could not drink, I'm not a big tomato juice person. So I'm like, ugh. So Santa chose to have vodka orange juice that morning to continue. And I was shore excursion manager at the time as well. So I, I had my, it was a C day. I had my duties to do at the shore excursion desk, but I had the best assistant uh, manager, Rachel Millsman. Oh my God, Rachel, miss her, love her to pieces too. She was the best assistant. I was just totally shit faced the whole time. Santa would sit in the, in the centrum, run right the bottom floor of the centrum and you know, people were going around and the kids would come up in the lap and give them their little present, whatever. I would say to the uh, youth counselor, like, hey, you know, Santa needs some orange juice. He's parched. Of course, it was loaded with vodka, right? And so I was just trying to, and I had a microphone hooked up to me, you know, talking to everybody. So that afternoon, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go sleep. Rachel has this. They, call, they can call me when they need me, blah, 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 blah. Well, Rachel called. She said, hotel manager's really pissed. You need to get up here now. What's happening? What, you can handle this. She's like, you need to come up now. It was something stupid. And I forget the hotel manager, which one he was. B-Not, I think it was. That was a B-Not. Anyway. Uh, he wasn't hotel uh, manager back then. It would, might uh, have been like Barry Jones or no. Jonathan Booth. No, it was it was one of the, the dudes from, um, yeah, I think it was B-Not. Oh, and so I had to come up and it was something stupid. Like, I don't know, pastor complaining about a refund or something. I don't remember. Um, so then I'm like, well, I'm awake now, so I'll just get to, I'm not going out tonight. I'm going to go 
you know, go to my room after this, eat dinner and go to bed. Oh, my one and only time I was invited to the hotel manager's dinner table <laughs> was that night. <laughs> Fuck. Come on, like let a brother sleep. Cause you know, I wasn't used to that kind of play actually. <laughs> you know? um, and so, you know, you go to the hotel manager's table and then of course you get served all the more wine. You get a served more wine. I'm like, oh my God. So that, that was actually a good time, but I just remember trying to keep up with the previous Santas with drinking. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage